0: Everybody. it is another exciting episode here of leap into the week we are already in week 17 with our honored guest per always mr patrick fingles over there with leap how you doing sir doing good man. It's 17 weeks
1: man you know time flies when you're having fun
0: 17 mm-hmm. weeks together man and i take a little bit out of each one of our conversations and i know a lot of other people do too um, especially on my youtube page getting thousands of views over on my page alone um, so we appreciate everybody that tunes in for this and You know, for those who are the first joining, what we're really attempting to do is try to bring something positive, something that's going to really empower you as you go into your week with some knowledge and some insight into the world of contracting from a guy who's done it from all different angles and now over there with Leap. And you guys know how I feel about that. The number one CRM platform there is in the country. So get with the program, everybody. But here's the question I got for you, Patrick, because it is such I think that you're the perfect guy to answer this emerging technologies right now. You know, everybody's talking about AI. Everyone's talking about things that can help their business grow quickly. I really want to know from you, man. um, What do employees, I've got the question written here. What do employees underestimate? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I want to write this one down here. What tech are contractors not utilizing out there that they should be? As we look at some of these emerging technologies and then I'll turn to the employees.
1: Yeah, well, I think there's maybe a difference between some of the people that are listening to this conversation that we're having and the general masses. At Leap, the biggest biggest competitor we see is the status quo. So, I mean, the status quo meaning not using technology. That means the guys are still relying on Excel, Outlook, email, Gmail, Dropbox, and it's just kind of this basic blocking and tackling, and they haven't brought in a CRM yet. So, you know, that is the, you know, I know it's like as for you and I and people that are adopted to CRM and maybe adopted technologies past that and are using satellite uh, measurements and things to accelerate their job, make them more accurate. You know, for those people, it's like, yes, what's next? But for vast majority of the people, it's like, no, CRM, that's what's next. I need to move from QuickBooks to something more robust and I need something that can help manage the production process through and, uh, you know, that, that so I, I still think the CRM reigns supreme on the number one technology that contractors need to look at and embrace.
0: So in your experience though, let's just say, we, and I think a lot of contractors who are gonna to listen to this know either one, I need to go with the CRM, or two, my CRM is not doing what I need to do for me. What is the hesitation that you find when they're calling over to LEAP or they're getting involved with it? Why aren't more contractors taking that LEAP? that they know they should? Well,
1: one thing they are, (laughs) just, you know, it's a lot of them are. I mean, we have, you know, I mean, hundreds of contractors every single month sign up for the product and start using it, right? Um, And and go through the onboarding process. So, you know, I, I think that they are. I think the number one problem is just kind of overall fear of technology. I mean, the products are relatively inexpensive, not just ours, but other products on the market. So, you know, it's not more than, you know, a couple hundred bucks a month. And, you know, the average contractor can have a nice piece of technology in their business. So I don't think that that's the big issue. I think it's the the time, you know, it's the commitment. I don't have time to kind of implement it. I've, I'm on the call. You know, I went to IRE or I went to some, you know, uh, some event and, you know, I, uh, you know, I saw the booth and I see a lot of people and my buddies using it. So let me check it out. But when push comes to shove, it's not the money. It's just my time to implement it into my business. And, uh, you know, it's funny because the CRM is the path to time. So t- technology is the path to time, yet it's the time that you don't have to implement the CRM. So it's like a chicken and the egg thing. What comes first? You know, you gotta carve time out to work on your business. And, you know, implementing those CRMs are, are really, really
0: important. You know? Um well, I want to ask you a question about Leapman, because I've always I've always wondered this. And I bet a lot of contractors do as, as well. When you have a when you have technology like you do, you know, how how often are you implementing new things into your platform? Because you know, it seems as though with your sales pro platform that you have a lot of great stuff happening there, but are you constantly making tweaks here and there? And are those like just something that Patrick, you just like your team gets together and says, Hey, we heard this. Well, How does it work when you peel back the curtain a little bit with some of this tech stuff, bro?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so it's constant, you know, there's subject matter experts. Uh, that's what we call them. And the subject matter experts are customers. It could be me. It could be partners. It could be employees. You know, and you're constantly listening to all those people, and those people are contributing to what we like to call the backlog. And then, you know, so the backlog is every request, all the features. And then there's the things that we try to build for people that they're not asking for because they don't know. I mean, that's how you become a pioneer. Henry Ford has a great quote. He says, if I would ask people what they wanted, they would have said a faster horse. Right. So, you know, there's a little bit of that, but most of it is listening to your customers, listening to your subject matter experts that are using the product, that are working with customers, that are partners that say, hey, we love the product. We want to make it better. And That probably consumes about 70% of your innovation and development. The other 30% is going to be building a car when everybody's riding a horse. So hopefully you can build something that people weren't even thinking about yet. And that comes from typically product management, other industries, you know, tangential uh, industries that you can take guidance or advice from, you know, um, and trying to say, how can we bring that to the home improvement industry,
0: you know? I do. And there's still a lot of people out there, though, that are hesitant when it comes to technology, Patrick, contractors who, you know, man, I've done it a certain way. It's worked for me thus far, you know, and I, I I push back on that a little bit myself. But, you know, they're they're sitting there, man, they're hesitant about technology. They're hesitant because they've got five to seven employees and there's going to be pushback from that. When you as a company are doing these onboardings and you're working with people is that something you see quite a bit? And how are you dealing with that as a company with the pushback you may get for new emerging tech out there?
1: Well, you know, I think the thing
0: about it is, is like if you what business book says
1: when I wake up in the morning, I want to be hesitant? What leadership book, like what, 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 what leader has, you know, hey, their seven golden rules are written on their mirror, so they see it first thing in the morning when they're brushing their teeth, and hesitation is one of them. That's different than discipline. You know, it's different than diligent. You know, so I think there's a place for discipline and diligence. Identify the need for technology. Audit your business. Figure out what process you can improve on through technology. Go find those technology partners. Talk to them and buy one of them. There's no hesitation in that, but there's discipline in it. So, you know, if you find yourself, man, I'm hesitant to bring in something because I'm afraid of change. Just say those words out loud you know i mean yeah i'm I'm hesitant to make change because i'm afraid of what will happen people aren't going to follow me they're not going to listen to me you're probably right you probably shouldn't bring in the technology at that point because you're you're not going to be successful with it but what you need to do is you need to say okay as a leader or you know as a person that's pioneering or shepherding this how can i shift my focus to be one of i'm going to be super disciplined about this we're going to be communicative communicative we're going to do great change management we're going to listen to your concerns and address them but we are identifying whether these things can help the business. And if we determine that they are, there's not going to be no hesitation in it. There's going to be directness in it. So there's, again, it's, it's just shifting, shifting the focus.
0: One of the things that reminds me <laughs> that you told me, and I've, I've said to my team, and I have continued to say it out loud to myself, you told me a few times over the last few weeks is, you know, it's not a problem, it's happening. Um, and I know, I know it's a little bit different what we're talking about here, but I tell myself and I, I say it out loud now, um, like you just said, to take away some of the power, because when these problems happen, I call them, I, I've, I've, I've begun to adopt that in our country and they're happenings to you. And I think that even when it comes to tech, man, like it's happening. It's not a problem. If you understand it's happening right now and you stop, as you just said, stop letting this son of a gun have control over you and, you know, understand that you can let the power go. It doesn't have to have power or control over you if you're not the tech guy. As some people claim, you know, I'm not that guy, you know, like you said, say it out loud, stop letting it have that control and that power over you.
1: Yeah, I think it's amazing. I mean, it's, you know, some people think problem Remember, the biggest context around a problem is a problem shouldn't happen. So if I lay out this technology, the people are going to bitch about it and that shouldn't happen. No, 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 no. Both those things should happen. I'm going to lay out this technology. They're going to bitch about it. I'm going to deal with it. We're going to get through it. That's all part of change management is forecasting those problems. So like, you know, problems do happen. They should happen. Your context shouldn't be that they shouldn't happen. That's why we call them happenings. Because there's no difference between something that is supposed to happen and something that isn't supposed to happen. Are earthquakes supposed to happen or are they not supposed to happen? I, I feel like they're supposed to happen. You know, so like you can't stand out there and be like, why did this happen to me? But it happens. So that's like that's where the distinction came from. So if you get to that guru or Gandhi like problem solver, it's not this thing of like problems shouldn't be problems are opportunities to get better. No, I don't even what are you talking about? What's a problem? I don't. What does that mean? Oh, it's a disruption in your day. Oh, no, 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 no. I got a lot. I mean, it's just a, it's a happening in my day. Same as anything else. So. Love happenings is one of my, uh, it's one of my things, you know, it just helps you, help guys, you, it, helps you solve guys, it. it just helps you deal with whatever comes your way, whether it's a positive or negative, it happened, could be a good thing, could be a hard thing, uh, but determining that and being the judge and jury of over what should happen or shouldn't happen, there's no benefit to that. What you need to do is deal with it. So you should have technology. Your people should not want to embrace change because change is hard and you should deal with that and overcome it. And that should be life. Not challenging, not hard, not easy, just life.
0: Well, that leads me you know? to my final question for you about emerging technologies here, brother. Um, what do you see on the forefront right now at Leap um, and in the contracting industry in general? I want to I wanna preface this question by saying one of the things I think Leap has done a great job of when I'm out in the field with contractors and I'll is bringing everything under one platform. I think there's a real consolidation in the industry right now to simplify the use of various kinds of services, estimating services along with contracts under one roof. I love the way that looks. I wanna see what your thoughts are for the contractors out there as we end today.
1: Yeah, I, I think the most successful softwares are the softwares that integrate everything, right? Um, but the point of integration isn't always the technology. The point of integration is getting everybody kind of uniformed. So there's softwares out there that are called customizable. And then there's softwares that are called opinionated. If you're a reseller on Amazon, you don't get to create your own experience. You follow the Amazon experience. Well, if you're a contractor or a supplier or a home improvement customer, a consumer or a distributor or a trucking company. Everybody has their own process. Like I see count configuration through our platform and like all the con a lot of contractors, there's, there's commonalities in production process and sales process and estimating process, but it's totally fragmented. So it creates very hard to create a software that's like disciplined. So I think what you're going to start to see is conformity. You know, manufacturers and distributors that are competitors and competing against one another, they need to get aligned on their ordering system so the softwares that contractors rely on can integrate with all those partners. Because right now, it's hard to bring the ecosystem together because everybody wants to do everything their own way. I think making some general concessions in that, you know, will start to happen over the course of the next few years. And then I think that is really going to propel softwares to become platforms. So then you have like, you know, Leap can become a platform. But in order to really be successful at that, everything can't be a different experience. Like, hey, I sold I like to sell my customer this way. And then here comes a customer like why? I don't sell my customers that way at all. I need it set up this way. So you don't end up with like this kind of best practice. And I think a lot of new people that are coming into the business, new contractors, we get a lot of questions like, hey, man, don't you just have a contract we can use? People say, don't you have price guides we can use? Who should we buy our supplies from? Like, who's the cheapest, right? Who's got the best product? So, you know, what brochure should we be using? You know, what should our company's story be? So people want that kind of franchise experience and they want a system to support it so they can work on what's important, selling and hiring, right? Customers and employees. They don't want to work on this suppliers out of material. So now I got to go get it from this supplier. So i make a customer happy, but I pay f- more from this supplier because they're not uniformed. And now I'm going to have a lower margin. Oh, oh by the way, that supplier is not integrated with my CRM. So I got to go outside of my technology. And it's this very complicated process that results in errors, lower margins and disruptions for my job and workflow. So it's I'm not pinning it on everybody else, but I'm pinning it on the contractor, the consumer, the, uh, the, and all the partners, manufacturers and distributors to become more, uh, you know, uh, opinionated and common, you know, so that you can really make something amazing happen, right? Like, you know, uh, DoorDash doesn't work. You conform your restaurant to DoorDash. You don't, DoorDash doesn't conform to your restaurant, right? The Uber driver doesn't conform. The Uber doesn't conform to the driver. The driver conforms to Uber. And that's how they can create the best experience for both driver and customer. Because they got everybody running in the same direction. Our industry, everybody's people running all over the place, man, running around in circles.
0: Yeah, but one thing that you're doing really well over at Leapman is you got you got these badass customer service people that you know they pull from all these other people to be able to provide at least advise on best practices that I found. Because you know they're like a resource as well as being like a CRM that you don't get with other platforms because you're pulling from other industries, bro. This ain't just like roofing. I don't, I don't want to go into too much elite, but because you're able to pull from these various platforms, I think it gives an advantage to elite customer over the average person who works with maybe a, a vertical specific piece of software.
1: Huh. I think, uh, yeah, so, w- we, you know, one of our values, like one of our values is do it all your way. So the current environment, like you know, and that's why manufacturers, because you know our customers are contractors, and we want to give them the flexibility to do it their way, or they'll go to somebody that does. But what I'm talking about is fast-forwarding ten years when these businesses are running much smoother. A decade there's going to be micro transmit uh, tr- micro uh, transition uh, that'll lead to big change, and it'll be the aggregation of um, the aggregation of suppliers uh finance partners payment processors distribution centers and technology getting on the same page and then contractors making some concession and being like but that's a perfect system yeah i'll change it i'll do it that way because you guys all came together to make this work in harmony for me and that's when beautiful stuff happens you know that's when you know these things really explode because the only other thing i want to say is we touched on something earlier contractors that say they don't need technology and are afraid of it that's totally cool But remember when you're a contractor, you know, if like, I don't really need technology, you're not saying you don't need it. You're saying your customers don't need it. So I just want you to understand that because you're speaking for them. So it's fine. Yeah. You, you could be right. You don't need it. You are right. Your employees don't want it. Great. No problem. You're right. And in that environment, you don't need it, but do your customers want it? And can you speak for them, both the ones that you have? And both the ones that you don't even have yet would they prefer, a, techn- a, a, a you know, a technology experience. So I think that's really important uh, uh, thing. That's what I always say to people because they're right. I'm not, I don't say you're wrong. You need technology. I say, what about your customers?
0: Do they deserve it? They do. Yeah. It's great. So this got you excited. Maybe next week you need to join us right now. Uh, next week, Patrick and I are going to be speaking about the employee who decides, Hey, listen, I need to get out on my own. I need to do this. Hey, I can do you give me a leap. I'm going to go out there and make the leap myself and I'm going to become an owner. Um, we see this a lot in the contracting world. We're going to talk next week about some of the pitfalls, some of the good, the bad and the ugly of those people who make the jump. So if you're a sales rep out there, you're a project director and you've thought about maybe I should do this on my own. You're not going to want to miss it next week. Leap into the week. Join us each and every Monday. Myself and as always, Mr. Patrick Fingal, CEO over at Leap. Till next time, everybody.